three, two, one. Push. Oh my God, that's cold. Wow. Welcome back to You Betcha Radio Podcast, the coldest podcast in all of the Midwest. I am Miles, You Betcha Guy, here with Ryan, the T-shirt guy. We have an ice fishing podcast ahead of you. Um, Charlie Barons and I and and Ryan Rubel, I think his name yep. is. I, I, it's tough to pronounce. Yep. Um, we did a video together, ice fishing. If you haven't watched it, go watch it on Facebook, YouTube, all the social medias. Then come back to the podcast because we're going to talk about it. And so let's just get into the show. I would venture to say it's almost the nectar of the gods. Back, baby, back. I want my bush. Oh, my God, that's cold. Oh, yeah, betcha, yeah. Yeah. What's up, guys? And welcome back to episode 50 of the You Betcha Radio podcast. We're going to... I don't know. I feel like whenever you hit a milestone of 50, like you turn 50 years old, you kind of have like a celebratory We're party for hill. that. We're over the hill now. So yep. episode 50, two more, and we'll have a, like essentially a full year of You Betcha Radio. So guys, I just want to say real quick, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we really enjoy, enjoy doing this week to week. So, um, we're going to continue on with the show, a good ice fishing, a uh, little bit of ice fishing talk. Yeah. And before we get too far, if you hear background noises, just the neighbors working the on their cars. So just sorry. But before we start, guys, I want to um, do a little house cleaning for you. Um, remember, we have the merchandise open right now. So go check out the merchandise. Um, everything is open on the site. There are some items that are sold out. They sold faster than we anticipated. Yep. Um, but everything should still be up. So go check it out. Oh, you betcha.com. I also want to mention the Facebook supporters. Guys, if you're not a supporter yet, I know you're a supporter of the page, but you could be even bigger supporter. If you go to our Facebook page, um, scroll down a couple times and you will find the supporters tab to where um, you can get entered in to win giveaways like the four wheeler we're giving away right now. Um, and extra Which will con- be given away soon. Soon. Yep. Um, as well as extra content. We got the pre and post podcast show where we just dropped some crazy news on the pre-show of this podcast. So go check it out on the supporter feature of the Facebook page. And also, guys, You Betcha Palooza 2.0 is upon us. We have about a month left. It's like exactly a month from today. Yep. Where uh, we'll be back out in Detroit Lakes on the lake. Um, you Betcha Palooza is going to be rocking. Um, and we're excited about that. Miles, how many, how many cornhole... Uh, teams tickets spots. I say we got. I, I don't remember off the top of my head, but I said we got around ten left. Okay, ten left. Um, so go sign up your team, buy a ticket, one ticket per team. You can find all the information on our Facebook event and uh, get signed up. You're gonna get a bunch of uh, uh, free stuff when you sign up. Shirt, koozies, all, all, all the good stuff. I think even like a like a, a meal pass for the day. Okay, like a brat and a bur- Bur- or a brat and a beer. So, yeah, it'll be a good time. Miles, I'm hoping the weather last year at You Betcha Palooza, we lucked out in mid-February. Um, I'm hoping the weather is going to be just as good today. Um, might be a little bit chilly out, but, Miles, do you know what else is a little bit icy, a little bit chilly? I actually... Oh, Ryan, you're talking about liquid ice energy drink. Oh, Liquid Ice is an energy drink based out of the Midwest. Um, they have phenomenal flavor, but also a kick 
that will get you going. Today in front of us, we have what we would like to call the Royal Screw. Basically, we have a peach whiskey with the orange liquid ice in front of us. Um, we are going to drop shot into it and uh, let you know what we think of the Royal Screw. Ice, ice, baby. Mm. I had to get a little taster. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Cheers, Ryan, on the uh, the Royal Screw. It's It's got a fun name. Cheers. Mm. Oh, it's very good. Ooh, it's got a little bit of what I would probably call the Vegas bomb. Okay. Um, big Vegas bomb guy right there. I, I am you very are. Big I'm like ready to just like whoop it up now. Yeah. Um, I do love Vegas bombs, and I do love that. Um, what's nice about this is it's very easy to make. Not only delicious, but very easy to make. Peach whiskey, liquid ice orange. That is it. A monkey could do it. Anyone can do it. Yep. Um, and so it's just one of those things that when you want to get the party going, just whip out a, a line of these and everyone's feeling <laughs> you good. You said whip out a line of, yeah. I didn't know where you were whip going with that Whip out a line <laughs> of shots and then you're good to go. Yeah. Um, you know, it has great flavor. Liquid ice orange and the peach just... It almost doesn't even like taste like you really have alcohol in there, which can be dangerous. Yeah. Um, but I think that that's a good thing um, when you're taking shots is it's just smooth. It goes down well. Um, and again, they're just very simple to make. Ryan, what, what's your favorite part about the, 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 the royal screw that we just had? Um, obviously, I think the peach and the orange liquid ice match up perfectly. Um, Mm -hmm. we did, okay. So we did peach whiskey, orange liquid ice. Um, this is probably like the fifth or sixth, like shot combo we've taken, we've taken. Um, and the profile, I feel like just the profile of each different energy drink that we've tried so far, the orange, the black, the red, whatever it may be, is just like, it's kind of in its own league now. Um, tastes super good with booze. I haven't really ran into that with any other brands that have, you know, multiple different flavors. Um, this one just kind of hits differently. It just goes together. And going together, it the liquid ice just goes with the Midwest. You can find liquid ice um, at your local convenience store, gas station. And if you can't find them there, you can find them on Amazon. They'll ship it right to your house. You should, if you do not have it right now, your local small town bar should get liquid ice in it. If they don't, ask the owner to get it in. And uh, you can go follow them on all their social media pages at Liquid Ice Energy. Um, they're doing giveaways all, all the time. And uh, you can also head to their website at liquid, liquidiceenergy.com. You can get a free sample. All you got to do is pay shipping. So you can be living that liquid ice life just like Ryan and I are. Ice, ice, baby. Guys, we'd also like to say thank you to Dry Duck. They partnered with us on our canvas vest. So I'm wearing it right now, actually. Feels good. It feels like I'm at home. 14th day in a row. 14th day. 40, day, 40 days <laughs> 40 in a row. 40 days later. 40 days in a row. Um, Dry Duck is a workwear brand that's focused on providing comfortable, durable gear to get you from work to weekend. That's all we care about is getting from work to weekend. That's what that. we do every week. They're a Midwest-based company. This stuff is comfortable. 
It's durable. Um, it looks good as well. It, it's really just if you are someone that needs workwear, dry duck is your best option. It comes already broken. You don't need to break it in. I know a lot of other companies have just the toughest canvas ever, and it takes a while to break in. Not dry duck. It already comes broken. It feels great right from the get-go. Um, so you can head to dryduck.com, D-R-I-D-U-C-K.com, and uh, use code YOUBETCHA. That's Y-O-U-U-Y-O-O. Y-O-U-B-E-T-C-H-A with no space to get 15% off your order. Again, go to dryduck.com or follow them on all their social medias at dryduck, D-R-I-D-U-C-K. They're a great company. We love partnering with them. And uh, again, dryduck gets you from work to weekend. I love that, Miles. I do too. That's who we are. That's who you betcha is. That is right. Getting I from like work that. to weekend. And, and what I what I see in that is like you you'll go on like Facebook Live on a Friday afternoon and yep. like that's your weekend start. And people love the Facebook Live because boom, work week's done. We're on to the weekend, baby. Yep. We're cracking beers. We're we're doing it all. Yeah. So before we get into any ice fishing stuff, Ryan, we need to talk a little bit about some bush light, bush latte news. Yes. Did you you heard about this, right? It's yeah. The, so so basically give the people what they want. Yep. Bush the Bush brand said in select states, um I'm sure we can pull up the states here. Um but in select states from January 1st to um like the end of March, however many inches of snow those um states get in a certain city, Every inch, they're going to give you a dollar rebate on a case of beer. So basically, I'm right on that, right? Yep. 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 And For so it. If, it, if it snows 12 inches in Grand Rapids, Michigan, they get $12 rebate on their case of beer. Yep. Um, up to $30, obviously. I think that these Midwest states are going to get all everyone's going to get up to, to 30. Don't you think? Absolutely. But in three months, the the worst part about these promotions, Miles, is we always have to let people down because their state might not be getting this. All right. We'll do, do a moment of silence, Ryan. Moment of silence for everyone okay. who doesn't get the rebate. Thank you. Do you want me to list the states off? Yeah, list them off. So you We're, guys. We are we are now the premier news source here. So we got to let the people know. Yes. So this promotion applies to the states of Iowa, Michigan, Minnesota, North Dakota, Nebraska, New York, and yeah, Wisconsin. They hit the Northeast. Wow. Yeah. I... <sighs> I went from ND to NE to NY. I'm like, New York. Yeah, New York. Uh, upstate New York actually fulfills a lot yeah. of the Midwest values. Yep. Um, so again, Iowa, Michigan, Minnesota, North Dakota, Nebraska, New York, and Wisconsin. So this promotion applies to you guys. If you're a podcast listener and you're in New York, you got to let us know. We got to we gotta know who our New Yorkers are. Yeah, we, uh, we, we, ship, we ship a decent amount of stuff off to New York mm-hmm. um, as far as merch goes. Yeah, no, that doesn't surprise me at all. So, I like that. This is a this is a cool promotion. I wonder what's confusing to me is is you just get at the end of the month if you just have a receipt for a case of beer, you just get that rebate, or like how many how you just get one rebate per person. How does that how does that work? Because everyone's going through multiple cases between now and the end of the thing. Yeah. 
I haven't read all the rules. So if you're interested in it, make sure you read all the rules to figure out how this all works. But the way it sounds is like, I mean, you're going to get at least a free case of beer. Yeah. The deal. I'm going to look into this a little bit more because I'm kind of intrigued by the rules. Uh, $1 off for each inch that drops. It's going to be 30 inches for everyone, it's right? It's got to be. We just got snow today. We just got other like three, four inches like, today. Other than maybe like Nebraska, which is further south, they might not get as much snow down there, but I feel like they get just a mile yeah. of snow. I don't know. I do think we'll get 30. Um, now, it all depends on how easy how easy this promotion is to take advantage of for people to actually go out and get that rebate. You know, it's kind of like the Menards thing that we've talked about yeah, before. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a mail-in probably or online. Sure. But yeah, Menards. Yeah, it's... Menards, you guys, Menards has been doing the rebate for years. Yeah. And now you see some beer companies adopting it, a beer company adopting it. Adopting it. Um, this will be interesting. It will be interesting. Ryan, you're going to have to send in all of our, our rebates. So, uh, so well, to, I'm going to need a box for that. Yeah. We're going to need like it's a shoebox full yeah, of receipts. An envelope is not going to cut it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, we'll have to save the the box for our New Balance shoes yeah. and uh, ship that in with all of our receipts for the rebate. Yep. Boom. Done for. Um, how many people realistically do you think are going to take advantage of this? Percentage wise, so let's say a hundred percent is everyone who buys Bush or Bush Light. Okay, How, what's the percentage you think is going to take advantage of this? Forty percent. Oh, that's way too high in my mind. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I, I feel would, like it's got to be way lower. Think about how many times you've sent in a Menards rebate. Zero. There you go. <laughs> but I'm gonna shop at Menards because if something if something crazy happens or I don't know what, I might send that rebate in. You might. That's the thing. You know what, Miles? I, I would. So, what's your percentage? I'm going. I would love to think, and it's and it has nothing to do with Bush. Bush, like they're going to give a rebate to everyone that goes in. Yep. I just in speaking in terms of how humans work, it's like your classic uh, in school. The, the teacher offers extra credit, but you have a good enough grade. So you just don't do it, right? Yeah. People who aren't super strapped for money, they're going to be like, oh, that's great. I would love to save, you know, 30 bucks or whatever. Sure. Then they just won't end up doing it. Well, and let's look at it this so way. I, so I know I got to give my percentage. Okay. <laughs> I think that of all the people who buy Bush Light and drink it, I think it will be less than 10% of people who send in the rebate. I can get on board with that. So this is my challenge to all those Bush lighters is prove me wrong. You got to send in your rebate. You got to get that money back. Um, so you can basically get two cases of beer for the price of one. Sure. Buy one and get one free. Basically what we're doing here. Yep. Because we're totally banking on the fact that we're going to get 30 inches of snow in every city in the Midwest. The only re- over, over like three months. Yeah. Of course we are, right? <laughs> the only reason that I think us at You Betcha will take advantage of this promotion is because we are forced to save our receipts with anything yeah. that we buy. Yeah, because believe it or not, <laughs> Bush Light is a business expense for us. That's correct. Yep. Um, and outside of that, Miles, I don't know the last time that I saved a receipt. Or I said, uh, you know, cashier goes, oh, would you like a receipt with that? And I'm like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. Can you throw that away for me, actually? <laughs> right. I don't have my receipts. 
but we have them here. Uh, we got the New Balance box filled with them. Yep. So we're we're gonna test this out. This will be a nice little. Uh, this will be a nice little case study just to see how things go, and we can talk about it, talk about it a little bit highly next time. Yeah, we. I think we should do it. Send in the rebate just for sheer journalism mm-hmm. to figure out what the process is that goes into it and how the experience is. I think we should do that. Yeah, I, I got some more questions, but I'm gonna just have to read into it. Yeah, you'll um, have to read into it more. Um, there's some fine print we're gonna have to look at. Yeah, oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Just yeah. like anything with that. Yep. So moving on from that, Ryan, the ice fishing video, myself, Charlie, Ryan, not you, Ryan not Rubel, um, who is also a video creator. He's he's uh, working on growing an audience. Yep. He's, uh, he's doing a good job. He's putting himself out there, and he was a great uh, third-person cameo um, in our video we posted this week. So if you haven't seen the video, go watch it now. Um, but basically, we uh, we all went to a frozen lake, set some stuff up, started shooting. We actually have two videos that we shot. So the first one came out this week. Um, the other one will be coming out in the next week or two. And so you have to be looking for that. It was just fun because it was, it just felt like you were just hanging out. Yeah. You know, like, so Charlie and I have now been around each other enough. We've done three videos together. Okay. Um, We've had three meetups, um, probably another one soon. And so now it's like, you know, you're just friends and you get together and we went out to dinner after and hung out. And uh, there was a few people that came out at that restaurant that were like, Oh my God, like what are you two doing here together? I yeah. watch, I watch both of you on social media and you're in the same place. Um, so that's always fun, but, um, I didn't get them on the podcast this time. I figured we give them a one, one time break. Yep. Maybe, uh, next time or two that we meet up, I'll have him on the podcast again. Cause he's always fun to have on. But, uh, yeah. So, uh, w- what we're going to do is we're going to take our first break and then we're just going to dive further in to just ice fishing, what comes along with it, and uh, everything that you'll see when you go ice fishing this winter. All right, Ryan. So you are, I would say, a lot more experienced in ice fishing than I am. Would you agree? agree. You would agree. You go more than I do. Yep. Um, I've obviously been ice fishing before, but I'm not super into it. Okay. Um. I view it as more of a camaraderie thing than anything. Okay. Um, and and so if we dive kind of into the types of people who go ice fishing, yep, I would say that I am definitely the camaraderie, not really that worried about how many fish we catch, more so about having a good time, guys being dudes, hanging out. Um, and if we happen to catch some fish, great. Okay. Now, Miles, are, are you being that type of guy? Would you rather go? Are, are you okay with going ice fishing in a portable fish house? Or would you preferably be in like an ice castle or a Yeti or, well, I, you know. I, I'm, fi- I'm pretty sure most people would love to be in an ice castle at <laughs> okay. all times. Okay. Um, but I'm not. I, I think that just going out, yeah. as long as it's not like just brutally, brutally cold. Sure. I'm going to have a good time. Yeah. 
Yeah, I would agree. Uh, I'm a portable guy. I like to get, I like to be mobile. You don't you don't like the ice castle or or what? Um, it's just not. Uh, <laughs> it's funny you say you're, you're there for the camaraderie, which I am as well. But I'm trying to catch some fish, man. I'm trying to z- zip around the lake on the snowmobiles or the four wheeler. I'm trying to find the fish. Is there a day that sticks out in your mind as like, this was the best day I ever had ice fishing? Yes. Walk me through it, Ryan. Okay. So Red Lake, Upper Red Lake, Minnesota, um, walleye capital of the world, arguably. Ooh. Went up to Red Lake. Fish- little controversy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, fished, uh, fished the morning, didn't have any luck. And um, luckily, my, my uncle's buddy, who I was with my uncle at the time, his buddy called him. He said, hey, we're on the east side. Um, you should come over here. We're catching a few fish. So midday, which you know, <coughs> typically the walleye bite's not crazy midday. It's always good morning or night bite. Um, we head over to this guy's spot, and we pull up, and uh, we start marking fish like crazy. And these fish are hungry, man. They're hungry. They're aggressive. Um, they're like me on Thanksgiving. You on Thanksgiving, basically, yes. Uh, and we started hammering the walleyes anywhere from like 17 inches. 17 inches is like the premier size of walleye to catch. 17 to 20 inches. Couldn't keep them off the line. Um, I remember one time my buddy who I was with in my house, um, he had one on his dead stick and then... I grabbed his jigging rod and was looking at his Vexlar and I started jigging that while he's reeling another one up and I hooked into one on his hole and he got pissed at me and it was just the camaraderie that day was second to none. Yeah, I believe Um, that. So in in the most recent, you know, in the most recent years, that's probably one memory that sticks out to me the most. Um, There's a bunch of us out there. We we left that lake with probably 25, 30 walleyes um, right around our limit. So man if you can i'm all i'm all about the camaraderie but i also want to catch fish and when you can catch fish the camaraderie seems to like a lot better. double and triple so and how many days that were completely desolate in comparison to that day have you had over the years what does desolate mean desolate means there's nothing um have you ever been skunked before uh, skunked i would say yeah i've been skunked um, now we're talking zero fish skunked yep. a couple times. Um, the days I would say it's like 30% really good fishing and 70% average to below average. And then the 1% red Lake best that, time ever, best time ever. Um, so there is more average days and there is really good days, which, you know, can be frustrating at times, but that is when the camaraderie aspect of things come into play. If you're fishing with with good people, uh, you're having good conversation in the house. The house is warm. Um, you might have a couple snacks. Might have a, might have a couple beers. Yep. That's when things are fun, even if the fishing is average to below. I feel that. What's funny is when we were out filming the uh, the video for yep. this week. I felt like between myself, Charlie, and Ryan that we kind of covered the spectrum of fishermen. Sure. Can, I, can right, I guess right off the top who was who? Yeah. Ryan was the serious guy okay. who was like, all right, guys, like, all right, let's, let's get this set up. Like get some rods in the, in the water or whatever. Yep. You were the guy who knew what he was doing. Um, whatever was just kind of, kind of out there to have a good time. Yep. And Charlie was the guy who, <laughs> 
had no clue what was going on. So you're right about the first two. <laughs> okay. Charlie knows more than I do. Yeah. He goes more than I do, I believe. So it was basically like me on one end just, you know, once a year. Um, and I go and I just want to have a good time. Yeah. Charlie, I feel like, is in the middle where he goes more than I do, um, but he's not crazy serious about it. Okay. Um, and then I, I don't know because I never really asked Ryan because yeah. we kind of were busy most of the time. Um, but I do feel like he was the serious one that yeah. um, he did have a lot of equipment. Um, so it was, kind of, it was a full spectrum in my mind, sure. which I thought was good and interesting at the same time. And I'm kind of, I was basing those, um, I was basing those, what'd you call that? I was basing those, my thoughts off of you guys in the video. Yeah. Not so much who you actually are, but in the video. That's what I saw the most. I feel that. Um, going out and filming that video, does that like make you want to, want to get out ice fishing this year at least once? Yeah, I, uh, yes it is. Um, okay. I don't know when I'm going to go. Right. Between now, I mean, maybe right after or right around You Betcha Palooza. Yeah. But I'm going to be gone a bunch of weekends and all that. And so maybe we'll just have to sneak one in on like a Sunday or something, Ryan. Yeah, we could do that. Do something like that. We should actually do one of the podcasts out on the ice. That'd be fun. We should definitely do that. That'd be so a great bit. We got to put it out there in the world so that they, they know that we got this plan. So then we have to do it, Ryan. Yeah. I actually really like that idea. So, all right, we'll have to pick a, pick one day and do it, okay. and uh, we'll get back out there. But, uh, yeah, it, it definitely does. I, I also think that this may sound bad, but I feel like there's two types of women that will go ice fishing. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one that knows what she's doing. She crushes it. She does a good job. She's a good fisherwoman. Um, the whole thing. And then there's like the one that will only go if there's an ice castle out there. Yep. Um, and only fish if you do everything for her. <laughs> and all she has to do is reel it up and yeah. say that she caught the fish. So I'm kind of I'm kind of the guy who like if if my wife or let's you just like say my mom. You like being the guide basically. Yes. I will I will do basically everything. And that's exactly how my dad was. Um, so I kind of took a, I took uh, you know, a note out of his book. I will basically do everything for the person I'm with, especially if they're, you know, out for the first time or oh, anything Ryan, like that. That's so cute. So Miles, you, you'll be in good hands. You'll be in good hands with me. I don't um, need your help, Ryan. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, if a flag goes up, I'm the first one there. I don't, <laughs> see, you underestimate my move. If we're anywhere near each other, you're, <laughs> you're getting, getting a, the inside you're getting, position. You're getting a hip check and yep. you're going to go flying because I got a lot more body mass on me than you do. Yeah, you're going to bring it back to uh, like box out drills in high school basketball. Yep. Or, a, or, or, a, tight, or a tight end, uh, tight end uh, run block. You're going to be on your back and I'm going to be going to the tip up. So it's. Yeah, I, I suppose you do have that to your advantage. <sighs> We're going to, yeah. We're gonna need need to designate tip ups. Oh my god, that's cold. Because if that's the case, we're gonna be hip checking. That's not fair. Oh, <laughs> and Woo! it sounds like uh, Ryan's pretty soft over here. Um, I you, just you, you are what they would what Leonard Kenny would call ten ply. Ten ply. So you've heard of double ply toilet paper? Yeah. Well, you're ten ply toilet paper. Ugh. That's how soft you are. Yeah. So, um. <sighs> 
I think that we I should. I like that. I kind of like that. I think that, you know, if you want to designate some tip-ups, but I think we should have one that's a free-for-all. Deal. Because you're definitely going to beat me in a foot race. Yep. There's just no question about that. But if I can get my hands on you, you're done for, <laughs> you know? <laughs> that is great. I'm actually excited for that. Um, we're going to film the podcast out on out, out on the ice. Yep. Um, we are going to set up a neutral tip-up. <laughs> and... Uh, we're going to have a good weekend. I hope that when we're out there, we get a tip up to go during the podcast. Oh, And my we literally gosh. just drop everything, just go for it. That would be great. And we're not going to cut that out of the podcast. It's literally just going to be silence for however long it takes us to get back. Terrible for radio. Terrible but great radio. for content. That would be great, though. We're going to make that happen. Put, a, gonna... go, put a GoPro on our foreheads so yeah. that you can see me just shove Ryan's face in the snow. <laughs> Yeah, so in the podcast video, it will cut to the GoPro film of us running, yep. uh, running out to the flag. Yeah, I'll uh, I'm, I'll do some brainstorming. I'll see a I'll, I'll see a good spot um, where we can set some tip ups out. Probably catch some northerns. Um, it's very cold where we are this week, so that might help our cause too. Yes, so that'd be good. Yeah, um, are you? What is okay? Say you are uh, an ice fisherman who goes out, you know, three, four, five times a year. What is the thinnest ice that you would ever walk out onto? I want to say that when we went out there for the video, it was probably somewhere around six inches. Um, I think it was a little bit deeper than that. Six to eight, maybe. Based off of the only reason I say that is because I watched the auger go into the ice. And based off of how long it took to drill that hole, I want to say it was maybe eight to ten. I don't think it was ten. It really? definitely wasn't ten. There was no cars or anything out there, obviously. Um, Interesting. I don't know, man. I ain't walking out there on very thin <laughs> ice, you know. Like I, it's not yeah. worth it for me. Yeah, but um, there's always, uh, and we all need this person. This person is the one who does not want to walk out on the ice. He doesn't want to pack his four wheeler up in his pickup, so he's just going to drive his pickup out there, and he's probably going to put his pickup through, and then everyone else knows. Do not drive your pickup. Just make sure you roll down the, the windows and you're good. Exactly. Um, That's all it takes. There's always that guy. But in a sense, we all need that guy because then we understand not to drive out there. That's true. Classic. Yeah. Um, so there's also another type of guy, I think, Ryan. There's the camaraderie. There's the middle of the road. There's the intense guy. Yep. Then there's like the intense, intense guy. Okay. This guy has basically not bought a home and just rents because he took a down payment for a home and bought a nice castle, like the nicest one you could get. Yep. Satellite TV, um, beds all around, you know, the whole thing, not a mini fridge, like a real fridge. Sure. <clears throat> I feel like those that's, that's like a whole category of select few people that that's what they do and that's what they live for every year. Can I add to that a little bit? Yes. This is also the type of guy who leaves his ice castle hooked up to his pickup. Um, he just drops it down. You know, you got the um, you got the the hitch that yeah. it basically just breaks and you can drop your house down without unhooking it from your from your pickup. Yep. He is the guy that will keep everything hooked up and he'll treat his ice castle, his luxury ice castle, as almost as like a portable fish house. But he won't fish in a portable. Because he needs a satellite TV, he needs the big fridge. Yeah. So crank her up, zip on over to the next spot, crank it down, and uh, he's back in action. Ice ice castles are 
unbelievable. They're they are turning more and more into luxury campers. Yeah, than like they almost are fish even houses. an RV that's got a hitch on it. I I I know a couple people who have like twenty to twenty five foot ice castles. In which I just asked, like, why do you need something that big? You can only put it on the lake when there's two feet of ice. In which then the fishing, you know, the fishing is so-so. So do they use it as a camper, though? Is that kind of the stick? <sighs> probably not, honestly. Maybe once a year. But probably not. Well, it sounds like you got some rich friends, Because ice castles typically don't have ACs in them. You could install one, couldn't you think? Yeah, you could. But like then a, what are you going to do in the winter? You well, have to cover it up. You could just do, you, like, a window one, maybe. Yeah. Depending on what the window, window looks like. AC. That'd be sick. <laughs> yeah, it would be sick in an ice castle. Uh, we could Jimmy rig some up so so nice. Yeah. We could turn the we, we could turn the bar takeover trailer into an ice house. We could pop some holes in the bottom. Or we could just talk to you motors, get them a sponsor on the podcast again, and we maybe get an ice castle. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll hey, we'll let you know, you motors. Well, uh, yeah, we'll do some digging. Yeah. <laughs> Are there any other types of? Uh, um, ice fisher men or women that you can think of, Ryan. Um, so okay, I feel like there's the bad bad luck Brian. Really? Oh yeah. And uh, I know a couple bad luck Brians in which they think they're doing stuff right. They're not doing stuff. So right. why don't you tell them that they're not doing it right? Oh, it's because it, it, their an ego, ego thing. egos it's in the a way. Hundred percent egotistical. Um, yeah, that's what it is. One of my really good friends is Bad Luck Brian. <laughs> Do, would you like to expose him on the podcast? Yeah, Preston, you are a Bad Luck Brian, and we are going to fix that. We're going to fix that this year if you just listen to me. Preston, just set your ego aside and listen to Ryan. <laughs> Stop being such an idiot. Hey, man, if you just took the hook set a little bit softer, I think you might you might actually land that fish. Dude, there's nothing wrong with my hook set. Like, my hook set was perfect. How can you get any better than that? Okay, well, we're going home with an empty bucket today. You guys then. sound like a married couple, to be honest. That's it's fun though. It's kind of that's the entertainment portion of it for me. So, um, yeah, man. I Are you a go to a bar by the lake that you are at, or like if you're only an hour from home, will you drive home and then go out? Yes. If yes. it's like a Saturday fishing, the latter. Yep, I'll, I'll drive home because um, I want to get all my stuff unpacked. Yeah, but it's also just something about going to that small town <laughs> lake bar, you know? There is. There is. Um, the thing about the small town lake bar that we're primarily around is they don't they don't have a, like a full food menu. They have a very limited food menu um, during the winter. What do you mean? Chips on the wall and frozen pizza? Basically. <laughs> That's which is, all you need. Which is good. Um, but sometimes like, you know. I might go home and cook up my own walleye and I suppose that makes sense. Yeah. So there's a, there's some type of, it's just a different feeling eating your own fish. I would agree with that. Yeah. So, uh, we'll have to, we'll have to find a lake that we like and, uh, I'll find us one. Can we fish during the podcast? Yeah. That's what the whole point okay. would be. Okay. Like, can I be like jigging and like, Yes, Ryan. Great. It's not. It's Great. not like this is like Russia, where like there's <laughs> like communism, where yeah. I addict with a dictator. Like you can do whatever you want, Ryan. Deal. Even I'm th- so in for that. I haven't thought about us not even having a handheld mics for that, and just doing like lapel mics on our thing, so yeah. we can use both hands. Yep. If we got to run out to a tip up, and you get shoved into the ground. 
then so be it. That's but life. We still get the audio. Yep. Off of uh, that. Actually, <laughs> that's, that's actually a good idea. <laughs> yeah. So if we do that, you guys will have to. will be. You'll be warned. The quality of the audio won't be as good, but I think it'll still be good. Yeah, I agree. Have you ever used a Vexlar? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Okay. I'll, I'll bring you a second Vexlar, Ooh. and then we can both be at like even odd, even odds. That's one thing too with being the person that's all about just going once a year for like camaraderie is you don't own any of the equipment. You don't need that gear. Yeah. Um, but I also like I would never go ice fishing by myself, um, and I was fortunate enough to like my dad passed on a lot of stuff to me. Um, Why would you not go ice fishing by yourself? Because I'm in, and I'm in it for the camaraderie, like you. I want to catch fish, and I do take it a little bit seriously. But at the same time, like I'm just out there to have a good time and be around people that I want to be around. That makes sense. If I was just gonna be by myself, I'd probably just go sit in my basement and throw a movie on. Oh, you know? Ryan, I thought you were gonna go a little bit different direction <laughs> than that. Let's uh, cool it here. We're live on podcast here. Also, I don't have, need to know what you're doing by yourself in your basement with the lights off. Okay, I don't by I don't, myself. I don't think that you. <laughs> I don't think myself or the rest of the world needs to know what you do in your basement by yourself when your wife is gone. Moral of the story. With the lights off. Moral of the story. (laughs) Yes. I'm not going ice fishing by myself. Okay. It's too much work. Uh, Just for all of you that are concerned, Ryan does have leather seats on his couch, so don't worry about it. Shit. (laughs) 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 But uh, so, yeah. Ryan, we don't need to talk about that anymore. I know you just just kept bringing it up, but... um, That's a great bit. <laughs> uh, what, what bit? That was just real life. <laughs> when are you going ice fishing next? Is it going to be Saturday. when this Saturday? Yeah. Is it, are we gonna? <laughs> when are we gonna go? Um, I go, think it might have February. to be. I think it might have to be the first week of February. Okay, or March. Well, I would like to do it before the Palooza. Yeah, we can do first week in February. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll plan it. So be looking forward to the ice fishing podcast with Ryan and I. Um, if you're inter- if you're uh, intrigued by that, let us know who do you think is going to win that tip-up battle Ooh. in the comments. Um, I, I, you just have no shot. There's, no, well, there's not even anything <laughs> about it. Um, so the last thing that I'll say about ice fishing on this podcast is... Are you someone that will get mad and annoyed by another fishing group? No. No? You won't? What? How close do they have to get to you for you to be annoyed? Okay. So if if I am established in a spot and they come within... Man, if they come within 20 yards and that's a little, that's a little too close. Yeah. Like if, if you can like see my face through the window, which are like very, you know, like it's, it's almost like a, I don't know what kind of material the windows in a portable are made out of, but if you can see my face in there, you're too close. Yeah. But dude, if you're 20 yards away, 20, 30 yards away, I don't care. Cause you know, what's crazy is your fishing structure. You're trying to fish structure at the bottom of the lake. The structure tw- 20 to 30 yards away could be completely different. So yep. go ahead and try your luck. Um, 
So I don't care. Are I'm you not. a social guy when it comes to other groups? No. Will you go up and chit chat it up with anyone? No. Uh, like if I'm with someone, they're like, oh, I wonder if those guys are catching. I'm like, yeah, you should go ask them. <laughs> I'm not good. I'm not going to go over there and ask them. Yeah. I don't care. I don't really care. And a lot of the times too, I have ran into a few groups that I've tried to talk to and they're, they're just very standoffish. And I'm like, why, why, why are you being yeah, like that? I feel that? like you kind of got to get lucky Yeah, that you get the right group to talk to. That's going to be like, Hey, what's going on, man? You want right. a beer? Blah, 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 blah. Right. Um, so yeah, I just, I kind of avoid that. I just interact with the people I'm with. So Ryan, the, the, the monk that doesn't come out of the cave, Ryan, the, uh, introvert. Yep. Ryan, the ice the fishing introverted introvert. Introver- Whoa. Ryan, the introverted ice fisherman. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I'm excited for now our ice fishing excursion. Then we'll also be out on the ice for Ubecha Palooza, which will be fun. Yep. Throw uh, a if you are up. coming to Ubecha Palooza, <laughs> which I think everyone should, let us, you, you got to bring your own ice castle. So maybe that could be your hotel for the night. Um, Why not? But if not, there's other hotels around the area that you can sleep on. Um, but a lot of people wonder, you know, is it a big enough lake to be able to, you know, bring your own ice house or ice castle and set it up and sleep there? Absolutely. So yep. free rain on the, on the uh, ice. I think it should be cold enough between now and then for it to get real nice and thick for oh, that. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, don't be worried about that. Um, if again... If you haven't watched the video, go watch it. There's another one coming again, coming soon, and so be looking out for that. Ryan and I are going to take our last break of the evening and uh, start wrapping up the podcast. All right, Miles. So in our first segment, we talked about Bushlight giving away, basically giving you money, giving you a buy one get one free deal for the amount of snow that has fallen in certain states across the Midwest. Now, <clears throat> kind of on the opposite end of the spectrum. A little news report has been going around lately in Minnesota, particularly particularly like the Minneapolis area of snowplow drivers, city workers, what have you, going on strike. That's tough. Now, there's a big snowstorm coming into this area this weekend, and they're going on strike. What's tough is, you know, you think about people usually go on strike. It's teachers... Um, Nurse, bus drivers, nurses. nurses. Yeah, we'll leave nurses out of it. But let's say like teachers, right? There's got to be substitute teachers that can pop in, right? Sure. To fill that need. Yep. They're, you know, <laughs> and even if like kids can for like a few weeks can watch just the magic school bus at school and be fine, right? Yeah. If the snow plowers go on strike <laughs> and you get like 12 inches of snow, like no one's, no one's getting to work. These kids are not getting to school to watch the magic school yeah. bus. Kids aren't getting to school. People aren't getting to work. <laughs> now, the only argument is that someone could be trained very quickly yeah. into driving a snow plow. Now, is that where you have to like increase your wages drastically just to like fill the spot as fast as possible? Well, I think the whole think point of the strike is that they don't want to increase wages, so that's why they're striking. Sure. So, from what I understand from this um from this specific story about the Minnesota 
um, plowers, Minnesota plowers. Um, so like a sports that they team. They don't. They like are like we don't want to not plow, but because we have bills to pay and we're not getting paid. Right. But um, it, it basically was over. They're still at odds over sick leave accruals um, and payouts, forcing the union to strike. So maybe that's the issue is that they're a union, but also there's positives to that. So they can get paid right. So it's, it's all over the place. But what I will have to say, that sucks for everyone. Yes. Like even just on a small scale, let's right. say you live on a street that's not very busy. And a big dump of snow comes, right? And even if they've plowed the main roads, it sucks trying to get from your driveway to the main road. Yep. Even if it's like one block. Yep. Imagine your entire city, everything that you know, you can't get to the grocery store because there's too much snow. You just get stuck. What do you do at that point? Even if you can't get if if there's no workers at the grocery store because they also can't get there. Right. No one can get anywhere. Citywide shutdown. Everything is shut down. Which is fine for a few days, right? Like, let's say you get a really bad storm and it just takes that long snow day for the plows to to get there. Yeah. Fine. But if you talk weeks, maybe a month. That snow is getting hard and there's going to be ruts in the snow and the roads are going to be terrible. Now, I would like to think that after a month, there would be people that would step up. Yeah. But still, you never know what could happen with a... uh, with the strike, so be interesting. Yeah, it's it's uh, it just happens to be it is also, the week of a huge snowstorm. Yeah, it is also one of those things that we kind of take for granted. Absolutely, I saw an article the other day. It was like, well, one, there's people always complaining that they don't get the roads clear fast enough, right? And then as they're working through the night to try and get everything cleared out so that you don't have any inconvenience in your life. People were complaining about that the plows and the payloaders and all that were too loud during night that it was waking people up. So what <sighs> What do where, you want us to do? What do we do about that? You know, like Jesus, people, Holy just smokes. Stop your bitching. Just be grateful that you get the snow removed when it does. And uh, go on about your day because you imagine if someone was that complaining about the job that you do every day. Yeah. Pretty annoying. Yeah, Miles. I used to I used to get a little upset when I would get my whole driveway cleared and then the plow would come through and push all of the snow it's been carrying for the last five blocks right up into the end of my driveway. And it's a hard the hard yep. wet stuff. And um I've come to realize now though, that was also at the time when I was shoveling everything. I did not have a yeah, snowblower. So that was that was the worst. Now that I have a snowblower, um I obviously think about it a little bit more like okay, what are these guys supposed to do? They supposed to just like pick up all this snow before they get to my driveway and just put it back down when, yeah, Ryan, when the they get world, by? The world revolves around you. It doesn't though. Well, so, no, that's what everyone thinks. Exactly, exactly. Yep, the world revolves around you. Hey, can you just uh, clear my uh, driveway or my parking lot? <laughs> you know, just when maybe when I'm like at work or awake. I know you don't have a ton of other stuff to do. That. But, all, but also, like, um, I, you know, in order for me to get to work, I need the roads to be plowed. So if you could, like, do both, that'd be yeah, sweet. Yeah, if you could just – so I'm going to wake up at 7 a.m. and leave at 8. So if you could just clear a path for me between 7 and 8 a.m., <laughs> that would be great. Yeah, and then, uh, yeah, if you do get stuff, like, back into my driveway, just please, like, 
plow back out. Yeah, that'd be great. I'm regret. Armor. <laughs> well, guys, <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> people are idiots. Yes, and we all know that. So that's the way we're going to close out this podcast. But before we go, we want to say thank you again to Liquid Ice Energy. Today we tried the Royal Screw, which is a peach whiskey, and the Liquid Ice Orange. It was delicious. Reminded me of a Vegas bomb. Great flavor. Kick of energy. Mixes great with alcohol. If you are at a your hometown small town bar and you don't have liquid ice, you got to let the owner or manager know to get it in the bar. You can find liquid ice at your local convenience store or gas station, or you can find them on Amazon, get it shipped right to your door. And you should go check them out on social media at Liquid Ice Energy. They're doing giveaways all the time. And again, if you go to liquidiceenergy.com, you can get a free sample from them. All you got to do is pay shipping. And so if you haven't tried Liquid Ice, you got to go find it and uh, try it out. We love it. Tastes great. And it's just nothing better than an energy drink that goes well with booze um, just to get the party going. The best. The best. And so, again, go to liquidiceenergy.com or find them on all their social medias at liquidiceenergy. You guys got to try the Royal Screw. Let us know what you think. Um, it, it's easy to make, and and it doesn't take a a fancy bartender to to make these drinks. It, even though they still taste good on top of that. You are the bartender. You are the bartender. It's that easy. So go try it out and uh, go follow them on all their social medias. Check out their website. We also would like to say thank you to. Gina's Designs at the Heartland. Guys, Gina's has been producing handcrafted, handmade signs for us on our website, ohyoubetcha.com. We have the Nectar of the God signs in orange, black, and blue. A um, couple different sizes. We have been getting uh, flooded with orders this merch launch because these signs are they are slick. Um, they're really slick. They go good in any man cave, kitchen, bathroom, literally uh, ice castle go great in ice castle oh yeah that's a great one yes um guys so go check out uh the gina's design science on our website ohyoubetcha.com or you can check them out on their site etsy.com slash shop slash gdot heartland that's gdot heartland gina's has been crushing it for us so thank you guys we appreciate it is that all you got ryan miles whatever happened to you going um, gdotheartland.com I am Ryan the t-shirt guy well there's a, I actually want to plug a couple more things real oh, quick oh well let's do it then merch is open go check the merch out ohyoubetcha.com we got it all on the website so um, that's going to close down next Wednesday so you only have about a week left go check it out um, also guys, the Facebook supporters, uh, we want to just plug that again because we dropped some big news on there earlier today, um, in the pre podcast show. So the supporter tab can be found on our Facebook page, scroll down a couple times. You'll find the supporter feature pre and post podcast show along with other, uh, cool content that we are only doing. We for just supporters. put out a director's commentary on the hidden Valley ranch versus runny ranch video we did about a year ago. So, yep. And we are giving a four wheeler way. A a unit with four wheels. It has four of the wheels on them. Will be given away to one supporter. So please go check out the Facebook page. Facebook supporters were ramping it up. Um, and we appreciate the, the support. Miles, I am Ryan the T-shirt guy. And I'm Miles, you betcha guy. May your ranch always be runny. Your bush lattes forever be cold. 
Cheers, Ryan. Betcha, yeah. Yeah.